morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Sadbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is King Kaiser. Oh, yo, well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh with the WPTF Weekend Gardener. That was a terrible photo that you took uh, at uh, Selfie thing of me I'm, I'm sitting there slouching and sorry I'll do it again I look I look like a complete doofus which Aww. is probably pretty normal but uh, everybody else Aww. looks great everybody Aww. else looks wonderful I thought you looked fine no you look I, I just I was slouching look handsome Every, everyone's a everyone's up. a critic I need, to, I need to sit up straight I was slouching one of our dear friends is here that's Judy Montague. Judy, 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 Judy. 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 Good morning, Another. everybody. I'm out at the State Farmer's Market, and we want all of you to come out and have a Merry Christmas with us. Please come on out. We have baked goods. We have pickles. We have jams. We have anything you want. 
come out to see us. I think I think you do have just about everything. Oh, and yeah, especially Nobody makes something like she does called the Manhattan. Neiman no, Marcus. That's a, oh, that's, my God. That's Come on, that's a drink. Now, 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 I got – oh, did I really mess up on that one? Did you have a Manhattan last night? <laughs> it's called, must have it's, it. It's a, it's a chocolatey thing called Neiman, Neiman Marcus. <laughs> last night was a school night, Rufus. <laughs> Some kind of good, too, Miss Judy. Uh, Judy's my Fuquay buddy, too. <laughs> that's right. A <laughs> um, <I'm> Manhattan. <laughs> Yeah, I knew it was yeah. something. Well, well it's, a, it's a three, it's a three deal thing. What's that three deal one that that has the Neiman Marcus in it? Neiman Marcus, it has a Neiman. It's a nice Christmas tray that you can give to friends or family. It has Neiman Marcus chocolate chip and lemon in it, so it's great. And that's a three sectional. I have a five sectional that has those three right. plus pecan pie and peanut butter. So it's a great gift. So y'all come out and check us out. Thank you. Yeah, we have a gentleman looking at our Comrex system here. You want, come around, come around the yeah. other side so you can see it. You're looking at it upside down. Is he down. an engineer? I don't know. Yes, I don't sir. know why else he'd be interested in it. But uh, this is quite this is a, quite a uh, a gizmo here. Uh, compared to the things that that we have used over the years, right. it, Thanks, Judy. it it makes uh, you know it's it's a cell phone basically. This is a cell phone, but it's got all the controls and it digitalizes and and makes us sound like we're in a studio, you know, if it's working right. So uh, it's it's really amazing technology, and and uh, you'll find that uh, most most people use this now. A lot of the, the networks, uh, the radio networks, uh, has somebody in the field, they may have something uh, similar to this. And all you have to do is just, just uh, it works on Wi-Fi and um, Ethernet and also over-the-air cell. So it's amazing technology, and it costs an arm and a leg. <laughs> are you broadcasting live now? We are broadcasting live now as we have been for uh, almost 39 years. Wow. But not using this. We've, we've used a lot of different uh, technology over the years, uh, whatever was the latest. But this is the best so far. I can't imagine what they're going to do next. Are you an engineer of some type? I, I actually happen to be an engineer. All right. I'm in the um, civil and environmental engineering field. Oh, okay. But I tinker with a little radio, and I've done yeah. some ham radio uh, playing around with some well, ham So you're radio. familiar so with comrades. Uh, yeah. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty this is pretty. This is pretty standard broadcast equipment, and uh, I, I, um, I'm fascinated with it, too. And yeah, I, it's compact. Very yeah, nice. it's very com compact, and all you do is, is plug in the mics and and turn it on, basically, and adjust the levels. That's and, and you have to you have to connect. And we have now on the other end. There's another expensive piece of equipment that that receives it. So this transmit and we got the receiver back there. So. Well, that is really interesting, and I appreciate you taking the time to yeah. take a look at it. If, you, if you'll listen to 680 WPTF AM or 98.5 FM or listen to TuneIn for WPTF or listen to our website, WPTF.com, or listen to the podcast, wherever you get podcasts for The Weekend Gardener, you can hear how this works on the air. Okay, 680. I will, I will tune yeah. it in on the way out of yeah. here. Yeah, old, old line 50,000-watt AM station. Okay. That's approaching next year 100 years. 
680 on your AM dial. Gave him one of the cool magazines, so he can't. can't Yeah, absolutely. I already gave him one. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) Thank you for coming by. by. Yeah, I love techies, engineers. Engineers are the are uh, are so vital. uh, All kinds of engineers. I admire them very much. Radio, yeah, anybody can think on that level. (laughs) By the way, speaking of that, uh, we the Weekend Gardener magazine. I had a, a fellow come up to me on the street last week, and he said. I, I read your article on gardening and your dogs, and it made me cry about my dog. Yeah. And I well, said, well, very poignant. I, I wish that it had not made you cry, but <laughs> it's it's time for us to get another dog. We'll be going to the SPCA after the first of the year and pick out some sweet dog that needs a home. Yeah, absolutely, an older dog. And, and they I think they are, are starting to open up a little more now some of the shelters yeah. because of that right. uh, whatever it was, yeah. the dog flu dog or flu, yeah. or or, or yeah. some kind of mysterious ailment. But at any rate, uh, you know, be careful with your pets. They are are so valuable and I hope you, hope you find the perfect perfect uh, companion, Rufus. As long as it looks up at me with big big eyes smiling <laughs> and has floppy ears. There you Floppy. go. What you need is a bulldog. Well, I was thinking about an old <laughs> hound dog. A hound dog would oh, be good. Oh, good old hound dog, yeah. But then, then you're going to get the howling. <laughs> you're gonna I, get, you're I gonna almost get brought Bowie with me today because I got to go to Pamlico. And I was like, it, oh. it Dewey, Is Dewey a beagle? Bowie. He's, Bowie. A, he's a chocolate lab, but he's a 120-pound chocolate Ooh. lab. All right. So he that likes to swim. Dog. He likes to go down there and swim. He loves swimming. Yeah. That are a big, big dog. Somebody says he's a big dog. They mean it. Well, he loves people, uh, and usually he'd lay down next to me, but I have a feeling uh, we'd spend more time talking about him than we would garden if I that, brought him. That's he, he dominates quite the does conversation. Does he sit? He does. He listens very well. Okay, He's a well, very well-behaved good. dog. My son's dogs don't sit. They're so enthusiastic. <laughs> that uh, I've had so many memories come up of Bay-Bay. And her. Oh, she, I know. She did the show with us about 15, 16 years. Uh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. No. Yeah. yeah. I remember Bay Bay wanting some of my nabs. That's right. She was uh, a nab, nab, and uh, she was a nabster. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's uh, talk. Let's talk to a good friend who. Oh my gosh, we we have we have more patients. Look at that! Heavens gracious. Rufus, wow. you have to put that in it. That's put too pretty uh, to eat. Oh, it is too pretty. That to eat. is so beautiful. Oh, Judy, what a Judy, Christmas Judy. gift! Is that the Neapolitan and and all of the that stuff? That is too pretty. Not the Manhattan. I know. Take your little Santa. It's not a Manhattan, no. Hey, uh, tr- uh, Major Dave is, is with us. Uh, Major Dave, uh, thank you so much for being patient, waiting up there in the mountains of Virginia for us. How are you, my friend? We're so glad to hear from you. Thank you so much. You. I'm really enjoying the Doofus and Doofus show. Well, I'll tell you, we, uh, you, you uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm uh, certainly the Doofus uh, of which you speak, and uh, that's, that's, um, it is, it is a good show. It's, it's a good show. I'll have to say something. It is, myself. and I, I, I enjoy it every Saturday, even though I don't call in each week. But I had a particular question because I've always been a spring and summer gardener, and I hear all these people. Um, planting the greens in the fall and winter, the uh, spinach, broccoli, lettuce, things for the good greens. And mm-hmm. I've never known what is a good time to start planting. Absolutely. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, oh. So, you know, turnip salad, collards, uh, spinach, all of that, kale. 
Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, so with with spinach, it, it's very hard to grow sprin- spinach um, with the other cool season vegetables. Um, so like the turnips and mustards and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're sowing from seed, I mean, you know, a lot of growers will do it late August. I wait till um, mid September or even later. Um, you know, broccolis you get in the ground as quick as you can. I mean, again, I I'm a I'm more of a Labor Day uh, mm-hmm. with cabbages and uh, kohlrabi and um, uh, broccoli. Um, but with spinach, you do have to wait because it just can't handle the heat. It will bolt. Some of your lettuces can be that way as mm-hmm. well. But that's another plant that's so easy to seed mm-hmm. and grow almost any time of year. Um, I finally have spinach that has some good size to it now. Um, it, you know, I, I have one grower that uh, we bring it in, and, I mean, it'll bolt in a week. Mm-hmm. So I end up throwing most of it out. I salvaged a flat and uh, got some in the ground, tried to keep them cooled off, and they're finally just now taking off. Yeah. And you said you were, um, Dave, you said you're in the Virginia Mountains. Yes, Is that right? Uh, yes, I'm. Um, in Waynesboro, which is the Shenandoah Valley, we got the Blue Ridge oh, in our front yard and the Allegheny in our backyard. Yeah, so so I so I'm with Cooperative Extension in North Carolina, and I know that you're in Virginia, but you know there's some bleeding that happens with the climate, and especially in the mountains. So there's a really cool guide that that Extension has developed. North Carolina Cooperative Extension has developed, um, and um, for it's a planting calendar. So if you Googled North Carolina Cooperative Extension Mountain Planting Calendar. There's a a really cool like chart that says when to plant different vegetables and it'll even tell you whether you should do it from transplants or seeds and kind of help you with that timing. Because like Nelson was saying, the timing is really important, um, you know, because especially being in the mountains, you know, your frost is going to be a little bit earlier. Y'all are going to have a little bit cooler weather. And so, you know, you want to get your plants in the ground and get them established before it gets really cold. And you're probably going to want to use some some frost protection on them. But a lot of our our vegetables, like like Rufus was saying, like your kohlrabi, your kales, your turnip greens, things like that, you know, as long as you keep it um, above about 26, 28, or you, at least you stop the frost from settling on the leaves, they'll sail right through the wintertime. So, and you don't have to build a fancy greenhouse or anything. You can just have a little hoop and throw throw some uh, frost cloth or some plastic over it just for the night. So, You know, when I drive around, I see these uh, farmer's fields that have plastic over the road. And yeah. I was wondering, is it, is it tied to soil temperature? Is that what we're really trying to um, wage your It's a little bit of both. Uh, part of it's soil temperature. Part of it is air temperature. And frost okay. is really interesting. Some people, the way that frost works, you know, there's, you know, there's always, generally there's always moisture in the air. And the frost is actually when the moisture settles on the leaves and freezes. And right. when, the, when the water freezes, it, it kind of turns into little knives and stabs the leaves. And so whenever you, you know, a lot of plants can take the cold. They can't be, they can't take getting stabbed with little tiny knives. So by, by putting some frost protection over them, you stop those, you stop that direct settling of water on the leaves and that, that frost forming on the leaves. And you just keep it forming on the plastic or the frost cloth. Now it depends on, 
you know, d there's usually most places have their hardware store or their farm supply store, and a lot of those guys um, order in different types of plastic and different types of frost cloth. And depending on how cold you get in the wintertime, that's what you're going to you're going to get a certain thickness of frost cloth or plastic depending on right. your how cold it is and they would be able to advise you um what the best thickness is and but it's important another thing it is important to take to take that frost cloth off when it does get warm because what will happen is it'll condensate on the inside and then you can get disease problems and so being able to at least go out there and uncover it on a warm day is really important and it helps with airflow that's, All right. that's great. So I was wondering whether the plastic was to protect the seeds when they're uh, germinating or uh -huh. plants after they've actually sprouted. Well, you, you, you really want to get the seeds going um, kind of early, like what Nelson oh. was saying in August and September. Right. May, no later probably than October for you guys. And then you kind of have another planting window again in February and March for a lot of those things. And, and that planting calendar can give you some really good guidance on when you need to, um, when you should be getting those seeds in the ground to help you with that, that seedling establishment. Because, um, you know, I'm, I'm a lazy gardener. I'll be the first person to tell you, let's work smarter, not harder. Um, and that calendar is really helpful. That's great. I Major Dave, I, I didn't get the chance to ask you, how was your tomato crop this year? <laughs> I had very little because of the back injury last year. I really just didn't get a chance to get down there and work. I had maybe a dozen plants this year in a small little area just to keep grandkids involved. But I wouldn't plan on going out at full bore next year. Very good. And I, well, it, it's, I it's great hearing from you. I, did that, Bruce, that an, answer uh, work for you? I'm sorry, what? I said, did that, uh, all, all that information work for you? It, it did, and I really enjoyed Ruth's comment about his work on how to disagree without being disagreeable. Yeah. It's a, so well, important. it's a wonderful thing. Going. Well, you know, Major Dave, you and I go back a long way, and you had me speak to a group one time, and some of the things I disagreed with, but I, they, I learned a lot. And that right. is, you can you can disagree without being disagreeable, and most of it boils down to being civil. Civil, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's well, right. hey, I love you all. I wish both all a merry Christmas, and I'm hoping to get down there to see you sometime over the holidays. Wonderful, merry wonderful, Christmas. merry Christmas merry to you Christmas. and yours, uh, Major Dave. It's nice and to I'll meet get you. I'll out to Gamble Road Nursery the next time I'm in Raleigh. All right, buddy. Take care. Take care. Love you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. That's Major Dave from up in, up in the mountains of Virginia with us on the Weekend Gardener. 919-860-9783. Each season brings a, a different challenge for uh, maybe your health and maybe for the health of your your vehicle uh, safety uh, certainly is a big concern. King's Auto Service believes in being proactive for the maintenance of your car. And that's a good thing with your health or your car's health. And uh, the effects of colder weather can, can certainly make a difference. Uh, it's a great time to get the belts and hoses and fluids checked. Uh, Antifreeze protection. Yeah, it may actually freeze around here at some point. Uh, tread depth on the tires for maximum handling. Yeah, don't mess around with that. 
can't use the penny anymore. You got to use a quarter if you want to <laughs> if you want to use that method for uh, checking the tread depth. But let a professional check it for you and make sure that you're okay. Brakes and tires. I've heard so many mechanics say that. Got to be in good shape. Let Kings help you with the important checklists uh, throughout your car. And if you have a hybrid vehicle like a Toyota Prius, for instance, they have certified hybrid technicians at Kings ready to diagnose and give you available options for a high-voltage battery pack replacement for less than the dealer will charge for replacement. And this usually occurs 150,000 miles or so, uh, maybe much longer. Call Kings today. We'll call them on Monday. They'd probably be there on Monday and schedule a courtesy battery analysis. Kings Auto Service, easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. Kings Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. And we're going to, since Miss Monica is back, we're going to talk. And there's sweet Melissa. My, uh, Monica can talk to us after the uh, check on news here at WPTF. We'll take more of your calls here from the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. It's 1029. half hour of uh, the last remote for the year. Uh, we're at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh and uh, Amanda Wilkins is with us from the, ex the Cooperative Extension Service in Lee County. Nelson Cox owns Garden Hut in Fuquay Arena, a long time part of this show. And uh, Rufus is uh, nowhere to be seen. I, I don't know uh, where <laughs> he he could, could be most anywhere. He's uh, stealth Stealth-like. Mm -hmm. He's uh, he's got to go speak to uh, a bunch of state lawmakers from all over the country uh, here in just a little while. I don't know where they're meeting, but uh, he's he's going to to talk about being nice to each other. Oh, there like he is. That. Yeah. So uh, I was just uh, wondering if you'd already gone to for your speech. <laughs> no. And uh, so you. You're speaking to whom? Well, it's called the Council of State Governments. That's legislators from all over the country. Oh, wow. That are coming into, have been coming into Raleigh. And I've been very honored to be asked to talk Absolutely. a little That's about, a great honor. as we said, about civility in public life and civility in any kind of life. It should be an honor for them yeah. to... For you to speak to well, them, Well, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's absolutely. that's a little little much. It's no, just, it's not. It's just a Rufus talk. I mean, and is I mean, your your photos on the wall there at the Senate. 
building, yeah. right now, right as we speak in one of the Senate buildings. I learned a long time ago that a good speech is a short speech. <laughs> That's good, especially yeah. if you don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be poignant and succinct. There you go. Oh, well. That's funny. I hear back in the old days when William Jennings Bryan and all of them used to make three or four hour speeches and people stood up. Yeah. I don't know how they, they kept from fainting. Well, they, and the greatest speech probably ever given was by Lincoln, which was not even five minutes long. Right. At Gettysburg. The Gettysburg right. Address. Yep. The Gettysburg Address. You know, I, with malice toward none. Malice toward none. Should, yeah, we should all remember that. Now, sweet Melissa's grandfather, Grandfather Reeves, in Pittsburgh at the Methodist Church there would sit on the front row and if the preacher went past noon he'd look at his pocket watch <laughs> if he went past noon he'd start rapping on the floor with his cane <laughs> good gracious wow what a, he passed, what a subtle hint he passed away before just a few years before I'm I'm met Melissa I'm really sorry I didn't know him because wow. he he must have met a cat bird Mm-hmm. Well, she's a cat birdess. She is. Yeah, <laughs> you were just I'm here sure. a while ago, and I'm she's sure she's very much like him. Such a such a fine, talented lady. She is. In other words, Seth Irvin would have said, "You outmarried yourself." <laughs> oh my God! Oh, I'm so lucky. Oh, other way. Miss Monica, always on the go, always putting out fires, doing everything out here. Merry Christmas. Uh, can't can't hear you for naught. Let me see. Oh, that one. It's yep, that one. There we go. That good? Yes, ma'am. So it's uh, gosh, all these vendors there, all these people. This is uh, this is a wonderful time to. And I, you know, I was thinking, I gotta I gotta go get an extra. We don't have enough wreaths. I gotta go get another wreath. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got some wreaths, and you got there some are. trees. There are there's lots of beautiful wreaths down. And lots of trees. Um, we have all shapes, all sizes, um, just hundreds of Christmas trees to choose from that are coming in um, fresh cut from the North Carolina mountains. And um, go out and support those guys. They work hard all year long um, working on those trees to get them here. And they, ha- you know, they come and they basically spend the month here um, to sell their Christmas trees. And they wonderful folks to talk to um, and they'll help you pick it out they'll help you um, of course give it a fresh cut if you want it while you're here if you have a stand to put it in they'll help do that as well and they'll load it up Um, whether you've got a truck a Volkswagen bug um, a van whatever you've got they will get it in there I I have seen it happen I saw a guy uh, a couple of weeks ago with a uh, Mustang GT convertible Uh and he had that tree in the back seat Uh oh my goodness I have seen it all Um, some I've seen leave and I just go "Mm, I hope they get where they're going but they the tree growers have done it all and they're pretty good at anchoring those trees down and getting them um, loaded up and getting getting folks on the road and they do offer we have some that offer delivery so if that's something that you need they'll help with that and get it in your house and get it set up as well Um, we have wreaths all different shapes and sizes and um, with Fraser fir with magnolia hollies whatever you want in them they've got them down there there's bows there's garland um, just everything you need to get that decorating done for the holidays and we also have some other folks up in our craft shed that has other um, Christmas decorations as well and ornaments and all kinds of fun stuff that they've made. And we have our Taste of the Holidays event that's continuing this weekend where different vendors are popping up. 
and they're spread all throughout the market. I had to run down a few minutes ago to check on something, and we literally have them all throughout the market. It's almost <laughs> like a mini craft fair today. Um, we've got some all down through the craft shed, which is beside the seafood restaurant out on the grass area at the end of the farmer's shed. Um, over in the white tent at the end of the farmers. I think there's a couple in here in the market shop. So, so many crafts, so many um, delicious food items that are all locally made. And any of that would make wonderful Christmas gifts. We have some folks with some beautiful jewelry, um, woodworking, and um, gosh, there's so much out there. I saw some really unique things down there made out of wine bottles a few minutes ago. And it wasn't Gerald. It was something else. Um, really? Yes. Huh. Um, like some Somebody sculptures. I don't know if he has that patent or not. Yes. Well, this was something totally different. Oh, okay. um, but they had used bottles to make their crafts and had like Liquor some, bottles? I think it was all kinds of bottles. <laughs> and they yeah. had, they sort of had some wire sculpture and some oh. um, some different metal. Yeah. And had wow, created different items. So, so much really neat stuff. Handmade soaps and lotions. Um, just come out, shop the market, support over our local folks. Um, if you're getting ready maybe for a holiday party, of course, you can grab a cake, a pie, some candies, fudge. If you're looking a gift for someone, um, you can always grab a gift basket filled with all those wonderful North Carolina products or a custom fruit basket. Um, they have those available as well, or you can custom order. We have all the meats and cheeses and um, just all kinds of foods you can grab. Um, there's flags. There's Lots of wonderful, um, the hammock guy over here has the outdoor furniture. That's another wonderful Christmas gift that you could grab. And um, What's that furniture made out of? It's the, oh, I can't think of the actual name, but it is the name. They're actually the Polly Island furniture is what it is. Uh-huh. Um, and I can't think of what the actual material is that Some they're made of, of, but they have a material. lifetime. Yes, yeah. they have a lifetime um, indestructible. Yes, yeah. they will last for a very long time, and a lot of folks get those for their patios, or I've even seen some folks do them, you know, in, inside or on a screened-in porch and sure. that sort of thing. And yeah. they have rocking chairs, they have patio um, chairs, tables, all of that. There's bird feeders, bird houses, jams, jellies. The list goes on and on. And um, of course, three, two, one coffees here. The seafood. Um, restaurant and our state farmers market restaurant are great places to bring the families out if you've got folks coming in town make sure they get a taste of North Carolina and all this delicious food that we have and you know if you go over to the restaurant there's nothing better than those homemade biscuits when you sit down they bring a big basket of them out mm-hmm. so come out and maybe enjoy a meal and then shop around and pick out that perfect Christmas tree and all the decorations you need and go home and enjoy the family yeah well, it's it's a wondrous place. Wouldn't you agree, really Brother Rufus? Well, and, and Monica's doing such a good job. She sure mm-hmm. is. Uh, I, I know that the commissioner's proud of you because we talked. Oh, well, good. Absolutely. <laughs> he's very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. He's proud of the market. He's proud of the fairgrounds. Uh, yes. He's a, a fine gentleman. He, he is. He is, a, uh, a, he is definitely uh, a, uh, a, great, a great man. He, he really is. And I try to be nonpartisan, but he, you know, he's just, he's just a great guy. Yeah. There, there, there are a lot of, uh, lot of great people in government. Now, don't, don't forget those Ash County cheese curds. Yes, <laughs> we have those Ash County right. cheese curds. He just likes saying it. <laughs> we got the, well, you know, your, your trees, a lot of them are coming from Ash County. So you can get your Ash that's County right. tree and your yeah. Ash County cheese. Cheese curd, exactly. Get all of it. And, um, and that's the thing. We have, you know, product that's here from the mountains to the coast um, that shows all of the wonderful things that are, as the saying goes, with the Department of Ag, grown, raised, caught, and made here in North Carolina. 
And today we have down between where we are now, the market shops and the seafood restaurant, we have, I like to call it the big Tonka truck. Um, it's the got to be in see the big <laughs> truck that you see in a lot of parades and things like that. This displayed out here that you can stop by and it's really a beautiful truck. It's wrapped with a lot of the goodness that grows and in North Carolina. Well, where is that, where's that uh, gizmo that the commissioner had when he first got into office? The, uh, it was like a shopping cart. The big cart. I think they retired that, and they <laughs> sort of have this in its place for now. They're always kind of coming up with a new toy to get attention, you know, is to take to parades <laughs> and that sort of thing. And well, I was in a milking contest <clears throat> with the commissioner, and we rode in that thing over on the brickyard, and and you, at NC State. Two old men trying to get up into that thing. <laughs> yes. It, They're I, like, oh. <laughs> yes. I have been in it, and it's, it's it was quite a challenge to get oh, into. And wonderful. you're way up there. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> In my early days, I was on with Jim Graham. Oh, my goodness. Saw what did y'all ride saw. in? In that grocery cart. Not, not, not both of us at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Graham. Well. That's hilarious. Another another great great man, great Certainly. man who loved agriculture we and have, loved this state. Exactly, and we have so many great things um, with, in North Carolina agriculture to be proud of. And you know, our state farmers market is one of them. And of course, there's three other ones across the state in Asheville, Greensboro, and Charlotte. So be sure if you're not right here in the area to go out and support all of them. Um, they're treasures to our state, and they offer a wonderful yeah. resource for our farmers and our local vendors to go to and sell directly to the consumers. Well, let's talk to J.C. Knowles. I know he'd oh, like my. to say hello to you, uh, Monica. Yes. J.C., how are you today, buddy? Hey, fine. Yeah. Hope all of you are great. Yes, sir. Doing yes, mighty sir. fine. Showing up all right. Uh, hello, J.C. A, uh, I actually have a gardening question for you. I got a man coming to work into my yard this coming week. Uh, is this a good time to trim yellow bell bushes? Yellow bell. Oh, for Scythia. No. Don't no, do it no. for Scythia. Don't right cut now. the blooms off. That's why the man's coming over there. Tell him not to do it. <laughs> That's right. Well, no. I, I got about two uh, rows 20 yards long. I would and, believe and it. They're growing. They almost freeze now. I'd believe it. I'd, yeah, just wait until after they flower. After they flower, hack them back as hard as you want. And they that's, will, that's true for right a lot of the spring, you know, the spring flowering things uh, like azaleas, for instance. You want to make, you want to uh, let them bloom and then you trim them. Yep. Well, yeah, forsythias are great. For better, I couldn't ask for better blooms on my azaleas and the yellow bells than I get because it really makes my yard look spring. I bet so. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. It's just like yeah. That's that's the quintessential classic southern southern look in the springtime uh, um, but just don't cut them back in the wintertime yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate it when people call me in the spring and they're like say they've already done it they already did it and I'm like oh no you don't have to wait till next year yeah, so you make thank sure you for calling in yeah, before you did anything yeah. well JC's a smart man I had uh, I was listening to you a little earlier I've been listening to you it came on today but uh you were talking earlier about a good speech is a short speech. Yeah, yep, that's yep. right. Well, I wanted to add a little something to that because I tell all the speakers that come to our Rotary Club meetings, you don't have to be long to be strong. 
That's right. Amen. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Don't have to be long to be strong. The, pre- the preacher preached so long, this man got up and walked out of church. Yeah. The preacher said, where are you going? He said, I'm going to get a haircut. He said, well, why didn't you get a haircut before you went to church? He said, I didn't need it before I came to church. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Ooh, oh, that's, that's a good one, J.C. That's a one. We're not going to have a good old boys in December, so I'll miss it. Uh, absolutely. Uh, by the way, on that, that book on the uh, that you gave me on the Civil War battles, I've gone through it and love it. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I cheated a little bit. How was that? You told me beforehand you really did want that book when you saw it. Oh, did you put that? Oh, you put the number in front of me. By accident, I put number five at your plate. Bless your heart. Oh. Uh, Well, I think you'll be forgiven for that cheatery. All right. Well, I do. He's telling his secrets. So many books. And I love to put them in the hands of people that really do want them or appreciate them. What a nice thing. What a nice thing. 60 to 70 cookbooks. And I have 127, I believe now, books on just the Civil War. Oh, wow. And I don't know how many North Carolina books I have. Well, and, you, and also, you've given me gardening books. Yep. Yeah, I, got, I, I think I got... Uh, Three or four more, they'll be placed in your hand. <laughs> and and I and I, I gave uh, your your beautiful pictures uh, to to Phil in my class week at, down at uh, Campbell Road Nursery. Absolutely. Well, good. Standing in front of that 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 vehicle, I don't know which was older, you or the vehicle. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to be impartial. I'll let you decide. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, well, J.C., we're just so glad to, to have you have you with us, have you as a part of this show and as a part of uh, WPTF since you well, did I do a love, show on WPTF many years PTF, ago. Yeah, and, of course, you know that I, y'all saw your picture in my newsletter. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, hey, uh, Rufus uh, uh, and Ann was with you, Mike. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I she's still with us in spirit. I advertise y'all at least uh, two or three times a month in my newsletters or my North Carolina Minute or something, because I want people to listen to you, because you have a, a great show. Well, I appreciate it, J.C. We we think we do. Uh, we hope we do. And uh, nevertheless, we have a good time, and they, they still let us broadcast. So, yeah. you know, we'll just go with that. Uh, by the way, J.C., I, I want to... Uh, and <clears throat> advise you to be on the, the lookout as as the chair of the CIA, the Chitlin Investigative Committee, to be on the watch out for those who violate our principles. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Hey, J.C., I was down at Dorch's at the, at the uh, Red and White, oh, and there was, uh, I, I took some photos of a uh, package of Chitlins and of uh, liver mush. And I, I emailed him, I, I texted him back, and I said, that's a boy. Stick with her. You're you're doing the order mighty mighty good work. People didn't know what I was uh, no. standing there saluting for. They thought <laughs> it was we, a little odd. We have a great time at the Chitlin Club. I'm just delighted to be it's a part. It's the rowdiest bunch of people I've ever met. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and just remember, you you have to be invited. <clears throat> 
by the great one and the CIA director before you can come. We're rowdy, but, but now we have uh, the uh, current sheriff of Wake County there to keep order. Well, oh, wow. So. Yeah, I ate lunch at Pam's last Friday, and I was sitting there, and this man came, a great big husky man came up and said, Hey, J.C., and I really didn't recognize him to start with. Then I realized it was the sheriff of Wake County. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He's husky. He told the deputy with it that you're going to have to go. They got a chitlin club, and you are to go. J.C. tells the funniest <laughs> joke and does the nicest prayer anybody I ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. does. He does. You should have been a minister, J.C. <laughs> well, I did study Bible, but I had to quit school to get out on my own. And well, I know, but you branched out. You know just about everything else. Well, J.C., you were very touching last uh, time at the Good Old Boys Club. <clears throat> you very humbly said, I, I want to thank all of you I, I, for taking in a poor old orphan boy. And it just touched my heart when you said that. At the Carolina Country Club. Yes, sir. Nonetheless. Well, I I told, and I'll be honest with you, well, maybe I shouldn't mention, I'm going to be, and I said something. Of all the people in the good old boys, I'm probably the, the poorest one and probably the less educated one. But you people treat me so nice. Uh, that's why I say that's the best club I go to. Well, J.C., now you did not need to think ever, ever think that you're not the, <clears throat> educated because you're educated in wisdom. Absolutely. Which is the highest honor you can get. You have a doctorate in that. Well, what do you, where do you think Abraham Lincoln went to school, J.C.? Uh, he probably, while he was flopping hogs. There you go. See? He had a book with him. Yeah, so... There, there's no, you know, there's no person who has ever led this country who's more brilliant than Abraham Lincoln. Well, I, of course, I, I can't complain because uh, I, I got a little thing I will be putting on my North Carolina minute uh, either this week or next week. I'll Although be reading. I didn't get uh, formal education by quitting school and I joined the Merchant Marines the latter part of World War Two. Uh, I probably would have never been able to go to England or France or Germany or Italy, Argentina. I stood on next to the top of the Leaning Tower of Pisa as a 17-year-old boy. And I don't don't know that I would have had that pleasure had I continued on with school or whatever in life. Mm -hmm. Well, Peter Jennings, uh, I believe, did not finish high school. And he's one of the greatest journalists who's ever been on television or any place else in this country. So, yeah. Uh, he's, you know, you, smart, smart, intelligence, you know, that's that's what you need. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're, you're a blessing to so many people, J.C., because yeah. you, you, you walk well, the I've talk. Made, I've made so many friends in life. I, I, if I died now, I'm, I'd die a happy man because I've done a lot of one. I've made a lot of mistakes. Yes, I have, but... Uh, I believe I'm on the plus side. I believe you are. Uh, Forgive me. Yeah. Well, we hope you're around for a long time and and uh, being a part of this show. Well, thank you, and I wish all of you a very, very Merry Christmas. 
Merry Christmas to you, good friend. You too, Mr. J.C. Before, I'll see you in the latter part of January for the Chitlin Club. Well, we'll be there. We'll be there with bells on. Okay. Thank you, J.C. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Jason, do we need to take a break? Do we need to rent anything? Okay, good. We're good. Monica, thank you uh, for having us out here, and I hope folks will continue to come out and and uh, people buy Christmas trees and wreaths at different times of the season, and there's good stock out here and everything else you need. There is so much. You can get the Christmas tree, all the decorations, and the food and gifts and everything you might need, and we are open seven days a week, so come see us any day. Monica and Nelsa. Well, it's okay. You know? I'm used to it now. Well, yeah. Now, say you uh, at, at the Garden Hut have lots of things going on, too, I'm sure. Absolutely. Come see us in Fuquay Arena. Mm-hmm. You got anything going on down in Lee County? Oh, man, I was afraid you were going to ask me that. I just put out a newsletter um, last week, and I think it was so big, it, it when, I came, when it came through the email, they, they I had to click view more, too big, view more here, so... There are a lot of classes that are coming up um, in January and February in Lee County. We're doing a, um, in January, we're doing a couple of uh, blueberry prunings and muscadine prunings. We've got a raised bed gardening class that's happening in February, and I'm very excited. We've got a class that I'm calling um, uh, Wrangling Chainsaw Cowboys, and it's for homeowners um, doing uh, chainsaw safety training. Oh, that's good. And I just found out, I got a text message from my boyfriend, we are going to have uh, uh, Dorchester uh, sausages for Ooh. dinner tonight. Dor- uh, Dorches. Dorches. Dorches, I can't say yeah. I'm from the West. Yeah, we bought some of that last awesome. week. Yeah. I love that stuff. And some fat bags. I have never had it, so well, I'm excited. Oh, it's a I'm just going to say, Lee County is very fortunate to have a man. Oh, my gosh, of yeah. course. Yeah. We're fortunate to have her on this show. True Thank that. you, yes. Bill Stone. Cliff Joyner. <laughs> Cliff Joyner, saying of the day. If you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into someone else's plan. Yeah, mm. that's right. Easily influenced. And be the person your dog thinks you are. That's right. Monica, <laughs> lo- we love you. We love all of so you. Merry Christmas, thank everyone. You. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Jason, back. thank you very much. Harrison, thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you next week on The Weekend Gardener. Awesome.